for each one of us, there was a veil or there is a veil blocking us from Holy Spirit. And you'll be like, what is that veil? Remember what we talked about the flesh, right? Jesus needed to tear up that flesh by means of the cross so that the Holy Spirit could reach to you and I. It was after that body was broken and torn and buried. That was when Holy Spirit came into the picture. So whatever you and I have gained to our detriment from the flesh dating back to Adam that has blocked us from engaging God in our proper spirit form, Jesus had to take all of that within the flesh. And by that, all humanity clad in flesh breaking his own up to enable us enter into heaven and into the realities of heaven unveiled. So I want to ask you, what if Moses did not place a veil upon his face? Paul says we are not like Moses who blocks the Israelites from receiving. What does the next verse say? Um, 14. But their minds were made dull. For to this day, the same veil remains when the old covenant is read. It has not been removed because only in Christ is it taken away. Wow. This is what Paul is trying to say. And that there was this veil. Moses was in the glory. He had intimacy with God. He encountered God and he covered that veil. And so he blocked the Israelites from encountering the glory, the ink that you and I are revealing into creation. And Paul is like, no, 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 no. We're not like him. Because that veil that Moses covered and prevented the Israelites from beholding is still there today. This is something done donkey years ago. Moses, the man of faith, the humble man, the remarkable man, placed a veil that still remains upon the Israelites when the law that God wrote with his own hand is read. Mm -hmm. I want you to take that in. Is it, is it still on the veils because the Jews don't believe that the Messiah has come? Is that showing that the veil is still there? Yes. Okay. And it's also generational, right? It is in the bloodline. Mm -hmm. It is in the bloodline. And most of us, like the Jews, hold on to other belief systems. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, whatever. Nominations. Just name all of it. I came from a traditional church myself. I grew up in a traditional church. was baptized in a traditional church. Don't be triggered at all when I list this and you fall within it. But I want us to understand it. Don't be triggered. I don't think Moses is triggered now that we're reading this that Paul. I don't think Moses is there looking at Paul and saying, Paul, what are you trying to say? You're saying I blocked my people from encountering Holy Spirit? Because that's what it is. He's saying here clearly. He said we are not like him. Yeah. It is right there. <laughs> you think Moses is there telling Paul that, hey, Paul, how dare you? You know, everybody's going to read and think that I did this people when all I did was suffer for these people. I took them out. I did this. I did that. I was the one. I killed somebody. I paid the price. I suffered. I, I did, did you ever part the Red Sea, Paul? How dare you? 
is doing all that? No! So don't be triggered! Yes. You're not the inventor of the veil your order. Great people like Moses have veiled their loved ones. Or you think Martin Luther is better than Moses? Or you think those great people of God? As long as they limit Holy Spirit and block people access to Holy Spirit, they have placed a veil over the people that follow them. A covering is supposed to block you. Block you access to whatever is out there. And so I ask you, what if Moses came with all that glory? They were all very scared and they were like, no, no, cover it, no, cover it. And he did not cover it. Where would his people be now? Think about it. At the time, Moses thought he was doing his people good. But is it really good? You know, I liken it to when... <laughs> You know, someone plays that song that you're not used to or you don't care about. You can't even stand that song. But every day, maybe you're in the car with that person or maybe you have to work with that person and every time you're listening to that music, you just hate, right? And then one day, <laughs> one day you're sitting by your desk, you're working away and all of a sudden you notice you're humming something. What are you humming? <laughs> heard that song so much now you've whistling the tune exactly yeah. Yeah. exactly <laughs> let them get used to that light so much that they begin to desire that light consciously or unconsciously amen let's not cover our revealing of holy spirit let this ink that reveals the letters that we are the living Letters that we are, let it be revealed. Whether people love it or hate it, whether people are comfortable with it or uncomfortable with it, this is what we should do. But unfortunately, Moses didn't do this. That is why till today we have all these denominations, right? And they write up one, we believe in this, we believe in that, we believe in that, that, we believe in that. And we're like, what? They are of God. They're of Jesus, but what of Holy Spirit? Do you understand that you can be part of something that embraces God, embraces Jesus, but blocks Holy Spirit? And so whatever you are involved in, if it's just God that you're all about and the letter, then it leads to death. The letter leads to death. If it's God and Jesus, this is what you receive. This is what you receive if it's God and Jesus. You receive God, you receive Jesus, and this is what happens under this coverage. Because it's like, we believe in God, we believe in Jesus, but that weird, freaky stuff, Holy Spirit, uh-uh. We have veiled him away. And so everybody that wants to be in this veil, come on, let us hide under God and Jesus and keep that weird stuff away. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it away. All that making noise, all that screaming, jumping around, all that lovey-dovey, calling God my lover. They hate it. How dare you call God your lover? How dare you call him? He's God. He's to be revered. Yes. So this is what I want us to understand. So if you are under God, you have the letter, 
written by God, but leads to death. And again, you have everything that Jesus, you are saved. This is what you have. Ephesians 4, 11 to 13, it says, Christ gave gifts to men. He gave to some the gifts to be missionaries. Yes, you can be a missionary. Do mighty things for God. Some to be preachers. Yes, you can be a preacher. We're not saying if you reject Holy Spirit, then you are of the devil. No. Others to be preachers who go from town to town. He gave others the gift to be church leaders and teachers. This mm -hmm. gift helped his people work well for him. And then the church, which is the body of Christ, will be made strong. All of us are to be as one in faith and in knowing the Son of God. We are to be full-grown Christians standing as high and complete as Christ himself. Amen. So yes, all of that will be visible in your enclosure, underneath your veil. But Holy Spirit also has his own gifts. Holy Spirit delivers you from the spirit of fear. Holy Spirit is love, joy, righteousness, peace. And he's gifts, speaking in tongues, word of knowledge, prophecy, words of wisdom, words of encouragement. And the list goes on and on and on. You don't want all of that? Miracles, signs and wonders, raising the dead, healing the sick, all of this of the Holy Spirit. You will not have it because your veil and whoever is the master or the creator of that veil, like Moses was the creator of the veil that blocks his people from living in the light of the Holy Spirit and revealing the life of Holy Spirit, that is what you become because you chose to be veiled from it. Mm. It's a choice. It's a choice. Mm. You chose to be veiled from it. Why do you think Jesus tore the veil? Uh, yeah. Jesus tore the veil. And that veil, he calls it his body. Represented in all of us fleshy beings with flesh. What is in your genealogy? What voice is speaking in your veil? In your body? Yeah. Oh, in my family, this is how we do. What about what you guys do blocks the Holy Spirit? Oh, but we believe in the Lord. We are, we are Christian. Yes, nobody's doubting your being Christians. And nobody's doubting your leader. Here is Paul saying that we're not like Moses. Will you choose today to allow the ink of the Holy Spirit reveal you through your life? So that what we see is Holy Spirit, your actions. Somebody says they are sick. You're not thinking, oh, I don't have the gifts of hope. What? You don't have the gifts of Holy Spirit? You have Holy Spirit. He's the ink. Allow that ink to be poured out. Let it flow. It's an ongoing writing that you are. This writing did not cease. We're not cessationists. Oh, it ended with the apostles. What are you saying? There is no scripture for that. Holy Spirit is an overflow from glory to glory and glory that surpasses anything that any man has beheld. There's still so much more to be unveiled before people. Do you choose 
to be this glory that is extensive and expanding and flowing out and people are reading you and glorifying God? Or do you choose to be that veiled one sitting in religion? And this issue cannot be solved physically because you're like, man, uh, but when Moses did it, those people that didn't see Moses, those people that didn't want to see Moses, they are dead. How come it's still affecting them today? How come they are still rejecting Jesus today? It's not a physical thing, it's a spiritual thing. How come they are still rejecting the Holy Spirit today? Acts 7 verse 51 says, You stubborn and stiff-necked people, still heathen and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you are always actively resisting the Holy Spirit as your forefathers were. So you are. How do you inherit a resistance to the Holy Spirit? Oh, we are a family of denominations, baptizing. That is how you resist Holy Spirit through your inheritance. Don't be triggered. Oh, we don't believe in healing. It is God's will for me not to be healed. God, it could be God's will. You see, since I, I fell sick, I've just been into the Lord. My spiritual life has been growing. I think God wants me to remain sick. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, you hear it a lot. Mm. Yeah. Don't fight God's will. It's God's will because I find that I'm more spiritual when I'm sick like this. I don't go doing the... Once I'm well, I notice that I start pulling away from God. So I, I like this place with Holy Spirit. I just want to remain in God. You have inherited a resistance to the Holy Spirit from your forefathers. They say, if it's God's will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when you resist the Holy Spirit, what was the result? And what is the result of the Israelites resisting the Holy Spirit? They kill the prophets. They killed Jesus, right? It's all there in Acts 7 from verse 51 to 52. Which of the prophets did your forefathers not persecute? And they slew those who proclaimed beforehand the coming of the righteous one. Remember, these people were following the letter written by the hand of God. Of course, it's the devils, the one behind the actions. But they are following something that God wrote. But it led to death. It was a placeholder for Jesus to come and take all the atrocities within the flesh, all the things in my genealogy, all my belief, the belief systems of my forefathers, and all the things they did wrong. Jesus Christ said, I'm going to take it in the flesh and I'm going to allow it to be condemned on the cross, beaten, torn apart, pierced, poked, what name it. Judgment come on everything within my genealogy so that the power of the Holy Spirit will come through that same body and reveal me in Holy Spirit ink. I wasn't meant to remain in the darkness. I wasn't meant to remain in the letter. I wasn't meant to remain veiled. Jesus Christ took his own body and tore that veil so that you can enter through his torn veil, through the flesh of Jesus, into the spirit and be revealed in spirit. 
so that your children and grandchildren now will watch your life and read your life and receive Holy Spirit. Don't veil them from Holy Spirit. You are having your encounters. Don't veil it from them. Reveal it to them. Don't be like Moses. We are not like Moses. Generations after you will inherit a love for Holy Spirit because of you removing the veil. Refusing to be veiled by any man, not even Moses. Generations will stand before God and say, I became a living letter written by the ink of Holy Spirit, revealed into creation because my mama, my papa, because you chose to allow the revelation of Holy Spirit to be revealed through your life, her life. Because she did that and did not veil it, I am where I am today. Moving in the power of Holy Spirit. From place to place displaying the kingdom of God. Being a shining light. Set on the hill. Not hidden under a bushel. Because many donkey years ago. She did not veil this from me. So Lord we just want to thank you. Because your word brings a light. Thank you because we look to you unveiled. <laughs> We look to you unveiled. We make a choice not to live in the letter or within the veilings of any man or any religion or any system or organization or any father or great-grandfather or anything that wants to frame us and keep us within a stronghold. We come and we repent, Lord, for allowing ourselves to remain within the veil. A veil that blocks us from revealing Christ and the Holy Spirit into creation. Lord, we come with a humble heart. And we come before your throne and we repent. That when we stand before you, God, we will not say it was Moses or it was this person or, or my father or my great-grandfather or the traditions within my family or whatever has been instituted to be carried on within my bloodline. We will stand as one man, spirit to spirit, before our God. And we will say, God, that we chose just like the apostles chose to wait in that room in that upper room and welcomed Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit came in such power and might and tons of fire resting upon men. Ordinary men transformed and allowed Holy Spirit to write a new script in their lives. Men who were timid, moving in boldness. Men who were ordinary, moving supernaturally. Men who were normal, called the ones who turned the world upside down. Men who were used to the physical, encountering God, being caught up in the third heaven, being moved from one place to the other by the Spirit, in the Spirit, and preaching to people in different places and working the workings of Holy Spirit. Men who would be on the Isle of Patmos and just encounter God and be intimate unblocked access to heaven. Unrestricted access to God. That we will stand before you saying God that we looked into the face of majesty 
unveiled and we chose to move as those unveiled revealing Holy Spirit in every aspect of our life. Through weakness revealing his strength. Through sickness revealing his healing. Through pain revealing his joy and his light. Through being a mother and a father and having responsibilities in all of that revealing you into our families. Through being a friend and a leader, revealing you in all the aspects of Holy Spirit, not defined by those titles of the earth, defined and revealed by the ink of Holy Spirit, unreserved, unlimited, unstoppable, unquenchable, a fire, a light, in power and authority, such that the world has never seen. We stand as those who choose to be revealed. Now, as we make a choice tonight, Holy Spirit, come now in power. Cover our lives, cover our homes, cover our loved ones, cover our co-workers, cover our ministries, cover this ministry. And empower us to reveal our true identity, unveiled, unveiled in spirit and in truth. The truth of this unveiling that we are by the Spirit, moving to and fro like the wind. Nobody sees how we move, but our sound heard into all creation. This is our choice today. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because you would choose us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because we are the ones that say yes. Thank you, because we take control. Take control from everything and person that has veiled us. And we place all of that in the body of Jesus, torn and broken, torn and broken, no longer veiled, no longer blocked. We walk in to the fullness of our life in you, Christ Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Don't forget to listen to our podcast because there is a limitless supply of God's spirit that wants to reach you. And I pray you're a willing vessel to listen and also share and see that God's truth is released upon those you love, to see breakthrough in the lives of those you love. And I encourage you, please grab Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. You need this book. I don't want you to miss the detailed truths, the testimonies of God's tangible presence moving in your life that you may not have seen until you are able to engage this and see them clearly outlined for you. So I encourage you, grab this book for yourself and your loved ones and take the time to read it. God bless you. God's face shine upon you and have just a beautiful day. I love you so much. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye now.